We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The next topic I want to talk about is just, it's sort of a praise, but also just a fun topic to follow. And that's Texas recruiting and, and how well Notre Dame has done with Texas recruiting. And so when I, when I look at, um, I I wrote an article, I'm going to try to find it. I wrote an article a couple of years ago. It might've been at the beginning of when Freeman was hired, it might've been at the end of Kelly's tenure. But basically I, I've, I've written a, an article. We did a show with uh, former Texas player, Rod Babers. If you all remember me having Rod on, he, he did a great job, but I said, this is, this is a state that Notre Dame needs to make a greater priority. And there's a lot of reasons for it. Tons of talent, depth of talent. You're going to find more three stars that are overlooked that are, that are not really three stars. You know what I mean? Uh, and also, I think, it, unlike Florida, Georgia to a degree, California to a degree, you're finding more personalities that you fit what you're trying to do. Uh, it, there's a lot of blue collar. There's a lot more kids that we found that are willing to leave the state for whatever reason. It's just a state to me that was prone for success. You were seeing Alabama and you know, Florida back in the day and Ohio state went back there and started making a living. And, and that was really the school that to me was kind of the final straw of, yeah, this is what Notre Dame needs to do because you're seeing Ohio state go down there and have success. And, and look, people talk about, Oh yeah, Ohio state's producing receivers this, but it's the Texas guys that had a big part in that, that they weren't exactly producing a, a bunch of first round picks at receiver. I mean, Michael Thomas was a second round pick. You had guys like, you know, Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell, they, they were good. Devin Smith, they were good players, but they weren't like what they're doing now. Uh, things started to change when they started getting a couple Texas guys. And and obviously you look at Jameson Williams, you are not Jameson Williams, excuse me, uh, Garrett Wilson. You look at uh, uh, um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. The guy that to me was really the guy that started it was a running back. Uh, J.K. Dobbins was a guy from Texas. They got Baron Browning out of Texas. They got Jeff Okuda out of Texas. 
You say, boy, see, that's what I'm talking about, right? That's some high-level talent that you can go down there and get that's willing to come up to the north if it may, if it's going to benefit them. And I just felt like Texas was a state they needed to tap into more for high-level players. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It wasn't a state that they ignored. And if you look at Kelly's first four full classes, so 11, 12, 13, and 14, so full classes, 2010 was one of those hybrid years where he took over and those type of things. You know, they signed nine players from Texas in those years. But it was, here's who they signed. Cam McDaniel, Jalen Brown, Nikki Barati. Those are those were depth guys. You got a Colin Hill, Grant Blankenship, depth guy. There were some guys that were talented. I, I, like, I like Durham Smith coming out, Corey Robinson, Torrey Hunter, Nick Watkins. Those were good players. But you got a lot of depth guys. And then in recent years, you've got Hunter Spears, who I actually liked a lot. And I feel like if it wasn't for injuries, he would have been good. Nana Osafa Mensa, who's a quality player, you know, quality depth player. Brock Wright, talented player. Avery Davis was an important player for you. But in from 16 to 21, so that's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, in a, in a span of six years, Notre Dame only signed four players from Texas. That's it. And you know, you'd, you'd look at it and say, boy, there's just a lot of missed opportunities in that state. And they, they would try to root, recruit some guys here and there, but just could never get any traction. I felt it was a state that you needed to, to have to, to do better because if you look at some of the great players in Notre Dame over the years, at least in my lifetime, you know, Tim Brown was from Texas, Bobby Taylor was from Texas, Alan Rossum, Burt Barry. Uh, Jerome Sapp, Vontez Duff, Jordan Black, Mike Gandy, uh, Greg Lane. More recently, Capron Lewis Moore uh, was a was a very talented player from Texas. Durham Smythe, which we've talked about. Brock Wright, if not for being on a team with older or even better players on him, would have been a good player. So Texas can provide that kind of talent. And I think with Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, I think that opens up the state even more uh, to, to outsiders coming in and, and being able to take players. So they made it an impact. They made it an important state last year. And part of it was the, the Chancey Stuckey angle, right? 
So Chancey Stuckey comes in. He'd been at Baylor the year before. He had established some relationships. He already knew Jaden Greathouse. He already knew Braylon James. He had built some contacts with some high school coaches and things along those lines. And so they do. They come in and and they get three receivers. And then Mike Mickens goes down there and gets Micah Bell out of the Houston area, which was important. You know, obviously you're getting kids out of some bigger areas as well. And and so you're able to get a kid from Austin. You're getting you know Round Rock. You get a kid from Round Rock. And so you say, okay, well, was that really the beginning of this becoming a pipeline or was that Notre Dame just having success because of Chancey Stuckey's relationship in the state? And you didn't really know. And it said, okay, well, we'll find out this year. Notre Dame offered a lot of kids from Texas for in this class and they've gone out and they've had success. You obviously look at, uh, you kick things off with Leonard Moore. Mike Mickens now gets his second player out of the state of Texas which was huge, which is funny. A guy that had been in Ohio basically his whole career as a coach uh, goes down and he's getting two really good players out of Texas, two completely different players out of Texas as well from a different part of the state. Then now Washington's like, well, I want to get me some. And so he goes down there and gets Logan Thomas. They did have a commitment from Peyton Pierce, that a silent commitment that obviously didn't fall through. And then of course you go out and you get the big one. And and so out to me, the 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 best player they got out of Texas in this year's class, they just signed or they just landed on Monday night. And that's Kedron Young. Logan Thomas has the most upside, and everybody knows I'm very high on, on uh Leonard Moore as well. They're all one top 150 or higher players. And so there's a couple aspects of this that are important. Number one is getting and, and they're gonna get probably one more kid from Texas, most likely, unless somebody beats them to the punch. Uh, one, uh, I think Oliver Miles right now probably is the more likely of the two safeties from Texas, barring them just knocking it out of the park with a Malcolm Ziegler before Oliver Miles wants to, to, to commit. I feel good about where they are with Oliver Miles and, and getting him. So then that would be four. That'd be eight in two years. But even without that, you've got seven kids in two years. So from 2011 to two, 2010 to 2021, a span of 12 recruiting classes. Uh, under Brian Kelly, they signed 14 players from the state of Texas in the last three classes. And I'm going to go and add the last Brian Kelly class that Marcus Freeman took over where they got Jadarian Price. You've now signed eight players in three years, and it might be nine in three years, but eight in the last two years if they're able to add another safety to this class. You start to say, okay, this is starting to look like a pipeline. And and it, having these kids on the roster is going to make it even easier to go back in there and get more. And so, because look, there's people in the chat talking about it. Tech Oregon's gone down to Texas and had success running backs and other positions. USC under uh, Graham Harrell and Todd and um, the, the previous coach. Hel- I always want to call him Todd Helton. I haven't. I know why I want to call him Todd Helton, but it annoys me that I say that. Clay Helton. They signed three or four running backs out of Texas and some other kids out of Texas. And so they were able to go down there and get there. So there's a lot of schools trying to come to Texas and get those big-time players. The, the Having this early success means when you get these kids to visit, there's a lot of other Texans on the campus that can say, hey, man, this, this place works for us, and here's why. So I think that's very, very important. But here's another angle to it. There's two angles to it that I really want to focus on. Number one is it's not just going into Texas and getting the positions that are kind of easy for you. And, 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 you know, you look at in the past, you know, you've got some linebackers, you've gotten some edges, you know, you get, you've gotten tight ends, some defensive tackles, you know, that, that weren't, that weren't necessarily being re- recruited by the big schools. You didn't beat Texas 
you know, for, for Nana, I don't, you know, not really. You didn't beat Texas and Texas A&M for Hunter Spears. Uh, you didn't beat those schools to get Grant Blankenship and Colin Hill and, and, and those schools. You did beat Texas for Durham Smythe. And, and obviously Corey Robinson and Torrey Hunter were wins, but those were a little different deal. They came from, you know, kids from had famous fathers. You didn't beat Texas and Texas A&M for Cam McDaniel or Jalen Brown or Nikki Barati. And a lot of those guys uh, say that, that, um, that you, you look at a lot of those guys, they landed. There were some skill players there. You had a running back, a cornerback, some receivers, some edge players, but they, they, there wasn't the high level to it. And I think that's the, the two angles that I look at this and, and look at what they're doing of what they've done the last two years. It's they're getting impact premium positions and they're highly talented players. They're not, you know, Cam McDaniel's recruited to be exactly what he was a nice depth Pete that brings great piece that brings great character to your football team. You're bringing Nikki Barati, solid player. Maybe he becomes a starter, but really good special teams and depth player. That's what a lot of those guys were. But the Nick Watkins were rare. The high level guys like a Brock Wright were rare. You weren't getting a lot of those kind of guys. So you look at these last two years, and that's exactly what you're doing. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've signed, you've landed, committed or signed in the last two years, three wide receivers. Two of them are top 100 players on my board. You've got a a running back out of the state who's a top 100 player. You've got two cornerbacks. One was a top 100. Well, I think Micah Bell ended up as a top 150 guy for me, but he's got tremendously high upside. Let me just check out Micah Bell real quick to make sure that I, that I'm correct on that. I I don't want to give you guys bad information. I believe I had Micah as a top 150 guy in last year's class with a five-star upside. And that is correct. So top 150 guy. So you have two corners that are top 150 guys. And then you've got a defensive end. That's a top 150 guy who I'm pretty sure is going to have a five-star upside when it's all said and done. When you see the, the way that Logan Thomas is filling out his body, there was a clip of him running the 40 and they said, oh, I ran a four, three, five with spikes on in a track. He's, that's that that's spikes on a track. It's exactly what it is. And yes, he's fast, but what everybody's talking about is speed. I'm saying, are you seeing how filled out this kid is? Like, have you seen how easy he was running uh, those type of things and say, man, like this kid, this kid's filling out already. So I expect him to be a five-star upside grade guy. And if he can have a more production this year than he did last year and just improve in a couple areas, He's going to end up being a top 100 recruiter on my board as well. He's borderline top 100 already with, with on three. So you're seeing guys that, to me, it's not just about the number of players. 
it's the positions. When I just talked about Ohio State, what were the positions that we talked about that they were getting? It was mostly skill guys. Now, they got Donovan Jackson, who's their best offensive lineman coming back this year, and that's important. And if there's an alignment like that, go get him. But it was running back J.K. Dobbins, who was a 2,000-yard rusher. It was Garrett Wilson, first-round pick a receiver. It was Jeffrey Okuda, first-round pick a corner. It was Baron Browning, who, once they finally put him on the edge and let him rush the quarterback, became you know, the impact player they hoped he would be. And, and so it's those premium positions, those premium skill position or big skill positions that Notre Dame has a hard time getting out of your backyard. You don't necessarily need big-time offensive line from Texas. If you can get them, great. But you can get those guys out of Illinois. You can get those guys out of Indiana. You can get those guys out of Ohio and Pennsylvania, New Jersey, North Carolina, other areas. There's not as many places for Notre Dame to go and get a Jaden Greathouse, a, a, a Braylon James, a Micah Bell, a Leonard Moore, a Logan Thomas, those really athletic, explosive guys, Kedron Young, Jadarian Price, looking back at the 2022 class. And if Notre Dame can kind of build a pipeline in Texas, that means you're going to start getting more of those type of players. And I think that's that's why Texas is so important for Notre Dame. That's why recruiting that state could be that that final piece that puts them over the top. And you say, well, you know, there's guys like that in Florida. True, there are. That's a much harder state to recruit for Notre Dame. It's a much harder state to recruit, and it's much harder to keep those kids at Notre Dame. Notre Dame, up until the 22 class, here's a funny stat for you. Up until California passed it in the 22 class, from 2010 to 2021 under the Brian Kelly's tenure, Florida had produced more signees to Notre Dame than any other state, more than obviously Texas, obviously, more than Ohio, more than Illinois, more than Indiana, more than Georgia, more than California, more than all those states until the very end, California passed them in their last couple of classes. And, and so if you look at that list, there's a lot of busts, a lot of kids that got in trouble, a lot of kids that didn't finish their careers in Notre Dame. And it just, it just, you look at the the effort that goes into recruiting that state and it's like, is it really worth it? You find your right kid here and there, but is it really worth it? Is are are you going to have years where you get eight players in two years in, in in Florida? Maybe, but is it worth it? And are you going to be able to keep those kids? Are they kids that really fit with what you're doing? It's a different type of area. There's all parts of the country are different. I've lived in all parts of the country, and it's very different. And so you've got to make sure that you're finding kids that are from where you are. Now you got a Florida kid in this year's class, Sean Savillano, but he's been in Florida what two years? He's a Canadian. Right. He's, he's a he's a northern kid. And so to me, that's kind of the, the emphasis. I believe Davion Dixon, I was talking to Brian Smith about this the other day. He's not a native flirting. He's a military kid. So he he's not necessarily a kid from there. And so to me, Texas provides the best of all the worlds for Notre Dame. And here's another fact for you that I, that I know you all know, because we talked about in a previous show. As much talk as there's about Florida and Florida produces a ton of talent. Georgia produces a ton of talent. Florida and Georgia, if you look at the last five NFL drafts, are second, Florida's second, and Georgia's third in producing NFL talent. Number one, Texas. No state has produced more NFL draft picks in the last five years than the state of Texas. And just another another reason why Notre Dame needs to recruit that state. And they've done it tremendously well. I fully expect it to continue. If you look at Notre Dame's offer list for 2025, uh, they're already starting to go down there and, and get kids from the state of Texas. Obviously, they've offered some running backs from the state. There's some receivers they've offered from the state. 
And if the kids that they have now can have have can continue come here and have success, it's going to make it a lot easier for Notre Dame to go into that state and have success. I'm looking at it now. I believe the number is 15. They have 15 players they've offered from the state of Texas in next year's class already. And several have already visited so far. So certainly putting in the work in Texas again. Will it continue past this year? Find out. But it's certainly a great start, and it's a very important start for Notre Dame to have success in the state of Texas.